If you built a plan that only is supposed to succeed when times are good, then it wasn't a plan. I mean, you gave away control of your business at that point. So we try to talk to people and just say like, look, you may have to adjust. You may have to make changes. But where you were headed was where you were headed anyways. Like it may slow down, it may speed up. Don't abandon that strategy simply because it's getting harder to execute it. Three, two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the small biz chat lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, your host, and I'm America's number one small business expert. If you are interested in growing your business in these uncertain times, you're in the right place. Now, listen, I know you guys have heard the statistics out there. 2023 is supposed to be a doozy for our economy, but that doesn't mean your small business is going to struggle. We're going to give you tools and tips today so that you can position your business to be one of the winners out of 2023. Now, here at the Small Biz Chat Podcast, we bring you small business experts from multiple angles to give you different perspectives. This is advice that you'd really be expensive for you to pay for, but we always make it available because I want you to win in your business. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure, and that is what we are about here today. The Small Biz Chat broadcast can be seen on my Small Biz Lady YouTube channel, and also on my Small Biz Lady Facebook page. If you haven't already done so, like my page, leave a comment, and let us know if we are saying something that is resonating with you right now in your business. Now it's time for me to introduce my guest, Brian Johnson, CEO of Maine and Johnson, a Charlotte, North Carolina-based business consulting and coaching company aimed at seeing small and medium-sized businesses thrive, not just survive. Maine and Johnson partners with business owners to bridge the gap between what success they had and the success they seek. Brian and his team specialize in project-based consulting to provide both assessment and strategic process as well as deliver, and they also will deliver on the execution phase. The organization has subject matter experts that are adept at looking at a wide range of desirables and deliverable within any organization, whether it's people, process, or performance. For more information, head over to maineandjohnson.com. Brian, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Hey, Melinda. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, gosh. Well, you got to tell me your backstory because you grew up in corporate America. You built big divisions of some Fortune 500 companies. So I got to know what made you walk away from that to start working with small and medium-sized businesses? Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, everybody has their own story, right? And and not all of them are, you know, going to follow the same path. But for me, I, I'll start with what got me out and then go back to like what got me in. But getting out was really when you get to that point where like, you've just enjoyed what you're doing, but you want more control over your lifestyle and things like that. You know, you feel like I've learned a lot. I've worked for great companies. This like a I had to get out because it was a bad situation. It was a choice to get out because I wanted to you know, improve my own situation. And 
you know, I kind of didn't want to be on a plane all the time. Well, guess what? I'm back on a plane all the time. But at least I made an honest approach to try to uh, be a little bit more community-based. And I, I had not lived in Charlotte my whole life. I'm actually from Ohio and got relocated down there. So, you know, you get a little bit warmer weather, a little bit more Southern lifestyle. And, you know, you kind of start to say like, do this forever, you know? And then my company that I last worked for, their headquarters was in Ohio, their global headquarters. And uh, there, there was always going to be a direct path back to Ohio. And uh, I got to the point where I was like, I think I'm, I'm comfortable here and I want to stay. And uh, then just said, take inventory of what you're good at and what you like doing. And how do I form a business that just does that and get rid of all the stuff I don't like? And uh, that's what I did. And how long have you been in business? So uh, I've, I've had my business for about five and a half years. So, I mean, uh, you, you mentioned statistics and things like that about small businesses. Here I am. But, uh, you know, you hit the five-year mark and, you know, things start to, to look forward rather than try to, you know, continue to tread water. So we're, we're excited because we're growing and I like being an employer and hiring people and bringing people in to do what they do best. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for me and, and my company. So excited about the future. All right. Well, let's talk about what you actually do. Your specialty right. is helping people grow in good or bad times. And That's right. so I wanted to talk to you about how much does customer retention have to do with sort of like any growth strategy for a small business? Yeah, I, I get into this discussion a lot. And some people are like, oh, my customers only buy here and there. You know, I mean, you know, they come in, they shop, then they leave. And there, there's not a lot of need for them recurring. But your your customers that come in and already like you and are already raving fans of you, those are the ones you want to nurture. Because I mean, you, you have a couple ways that you can make money. Obviously, get new customers. Those are great. Everybody kind of gears their sales force around, let's go acquire new customers. Do it. Please do. But your existing customers can buy more and they can spend more when they buy. So why are we not like spending more time making sure that those people are taken care of? And uh, we, we all know like the cost of acquiring a customer is greater than keeping mm -hmm. the ones you've got. Like we, we all know the numbers on that, but being very intentional to maximize the lifetime value of a customer is something that we try to focus on with people. It's, you know, it's kind of like the grass isn't always just greener on the other side. Like let's fertilize and mow the lawn we've got. And uh, you can do a lot with that. I could not agree with you more. I'm a big, big harper of, of customer retention. Uh, you know, it's cheaper to keep a customer than it is to go out and get a new one. Um, and, and they become a sales force for you too. 100%, 100%. So now every day right now, we've been hearing about more blue chip companies laying off thousands of employees. There's real indication that we're either in a recession or one is looming this year. How do you keep yourself calm? Especially if you somebody like me, I've been in business 23 years. Mm -hmm. So I lived through 2008, 2009, right? right? So you know, how are you talking to your customer? What are you talking to people about how to stay calm and not panic? Well, I think it comes back to what your your baseline is, where you're at, where you're headed. And that reality, if you built a plan that only is supposed to succeed when times are good, then it wasn't a plan. I mean, you gave away control of your business at that point. So we try to talk to people and just say like, look, you may have to adjust. You may have to make changes. But where you were headed was where you were headed anyways. Like it may slow down, it may speed up. Don't abandon that strategy simply because it's getting harder to execute it. Now, I, we, we'll get into other things like different strategies that you can employ. But the most of this is, is that like when you see blue chip companies getting rid of good people as an employer in a business that maybe isn't that big or isn't a blue chip company, that's an opportunity because good people now need good places to work. And why are you not that person or that business? And I think that's where it's great, where a lot of times you want to kind of conserve and be, you know, a little bit more pragmatic in your approach to business when things are up. But that's actually the best time to invest. I mean, why buy high 
go put your money in things right now when it's easier to get and people are giving it away at a discount. And you can go get employees now that you're going to need in the future, maybe cheaper than it will be when you have to fight for them. 100%. So I, I, I completely agree with you. And you know, as I think about recessions, right, you know, there were people even during the pandemic that were winners and there were people that were losers. And I feel like the businesses that tend to win when things are down are the people that keep marketing. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, the most foolish thing I've ever heard is I've got to cut out my marketing. So that's basically saying like, I'm going to cut my hands off, but I still expect to eat. Like, why would you do that? Right. So I, and, and again, marketing, like right now, there's tons of avenues to market. It's becoming less expensive as things go on. Why would you cut that out? I, that you're, you're correct. That's probably the most common thing is like, I'm going to cut out all the things I invest in my business on because times are tough. Well, okay. Then what happens when you get out of those tough times, your competition got and way you ahead got of no you. pipeline and you've got exactly. no pipeline because you, because you didn't invest in keeping it going. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, when I think about growth strategies, you know, I, I go back to my graduate school days. I go back right. to Drexel University and I say, okay, four basic growth strategies, market penetration, market development, product development, diversification. Is that still, is that, is that archaic at this point or what? No, they're always tried and true. I mean, they, they always work at, you just, I always say that it's, it's not the actual theory. It's the articulation of it that has to adjust with the times a little bit. So maybe you know, the, the P's and the, you know, trying to make everything sound really congealed is part of it. But I mean, we, we try to tell people, especially businesses that like that we work with that might be in that mid range, that like couple hundred million in revenue that are, they're succeeding, but they may have succeeded based on an ideal that they started with. And now they have to adapt. And I see a lot of businesses in this moment have lived in this great market growth era where this is oversimplification because that's what I do, but you walk outside and people are trying to spend money. So your job is to present them with an opportunity to spend their money with you. And that's your job. And once they do that, it's great because like my effort now is making people aware that I'm available to buy from. But what happens when they stop waving the money? So we kind of say like there's a market growth strategy. And for the last 10 years or so, I mean, you mentioned the 2008, 2009 scenario, right? People, most businesses, especially smaller ones, weren't around 10 years ago. I mean, statistics say they weren't, right? And so they're looking at things saying like, wow, this is great. I just show up to work every day and people buy from me. Well, what happens when they're not trying to spend their money with you anymore and you've got to go get it? And so that market growth strategy is like, hey, I've got a pie that like I'm involved in and I have a slice. And as long as the whole pie keeps growing, my slice grows and I'm happy. But what happens if the pie stops growing? What do you do then? And then you have different strategies that you can look at, like share game. Like how do I take a bite out of somebody else's slice without the pie getting bigger? So my slice gets bigger and somebody else's gets smaller. Or how do I transform the market or the pie that I'm in in a way that the pie gets bigger and they might, might buy from my competition, but do I care? Because if I have a share game strategy, I'll go take it later. But I'd rather have a bigger pie to fight over than a smaller pie and have to keep fighting back and forth on it. And then adjacencies are just things that you might be able to get involved in that you have a core competency on and it's a slight sidestep. You just say, you know what? I'm going to participate in this pie, even though I'm going to have a little sliver instead of a whole slice, but who knows, maybe that'll grow. And so when we talk to business owners and, and look at that, we'll look at it and say like, what you're fundamentally doing is the right thing, but do we have to pivot a little bit on how you approach attacking the market in the way that allows you to win? And 
COVID was a great example because a lot of businesses retracted. The businesses that succeeded, they pushed forward. I mean, think about like, what are people doing and how can you impact that? My business actually skyrocketed during COVID because people wanted advice. They wanted to know, what do I do? Where do I go? And so you've got to lean into that and rather than look at everything and say like, hey, this is the time I've got to be conservative. Well, you just talked about, you know, a couple of different strategies, but when times are uncertain, how do you figure out that next step, right? Because you can make this big plan, but it's like, okay, the bank is, is tightening up people's lines of credit. Okay, this is going on. How do I know what my next step is? Yeah, I, I think the first thing is identifying where you're at. And a lot of, a lot of businesses don't assess where they are because they're always thinking in the transition. Where am I going to be? Where am I aspiring to be? Like, well, who do I want to be like? Like that sort of thing. So the reality of understanding where you are dictates a lot. And I think when you understand that, you have the ability from there to kind of decide what is the right strategy? What is the right approach? Where do I go next? I mean, in the end, uh, business owners that I talk to, we have three things at our disposal at all times. We have our time, like as a business owner, how much time do you want to spend sending emails and doing stuff that's not value added versus the strategic stuff. So then you've got your team, like what can you do with your people? And then you've got your money. Those are your three resources. Time, team, and money is really kind of what you got. And how do you take that and make that into your next step? And so when you ask like, how do you figure out what your next step is? Is first, where am I at? What's going on around me? And what's my, what's my opportunity? And if you're thinking instead of opportunity, you're thinking about how do I protect, then you're going to retract. But if you think about opportunity, like where can I press in and, and lean forward? And it may not be in all your revenue streams. You could be in a business where you're like, hey, these three or four things right now are just going to have to be maintained. But this one or two things, this is where I've got to lean in and really try to grow. That really, really makes a lot of sense. All right. Listen, when we come back, we are going to talk even more with Brian Johnson about how to grow your business in these uncertain times. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady. You're watching the Small Biz Chat Podcast, and we will be right back. Are you ready to become a boss? Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. Click the button below and take my free boss quiz. This assessment will help you learn your entrepreneur type and find the right business model for you. Get this information about the number one asset in your business. Yeah, that's you. Welcome back, everybody, to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. And we have just been talking with Brian Johnson, CEO of Maine & Johnson. And we're talking about growing your business in uncertain times, which is going on right now. And so, Brian, I want to pick back up with the yep. conversation that you were having about sometimes people think about where they want to go versus where they're at. Yep. And, you know, and, and how realistic sometimes, I mean, do you find that you really have to force people to kind of be like, look at what's going on, you know? Yeah, we, or, we do. And so aspirational or is it like, no, 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 let's look at what happened last quarter. I mean, you know, like how, how granular do you have to get with people? We, we, we get pretty deep into it. So one of the things that we do, we do a basic 90-day assessment on businesses. And it's, it's a very popular thing that we have going for us right now because businesses realize, like, I know what I was trying to do. Things are changing around me. And I hear what you're saying, Brian. We need to understand where we're at. So we kind of come in and do like a full under-the-hood view of their business and, and 
sort of give them a roadmap. Like, here's where you can go from here. And it's a very, it's a very process oriented approach, but we customize it very much to the individual business as we go through it. And I only say all of that to say that, like, that's probably the missing piece that a lot of businesses have is they're not properly assessing where they're actually at, not just where they're at according to their goals, but where are they in the marketplace according to their competition? I think people miss that as like uncertain times makes everybody think it's all happening to me. Like this recession is all about me. It's not, it's happening to everybody. I mean, if, if you believe we're in a recession, it's, it's worldwide or it's nationwide or whatever, but that doesn't mean that you're stuck in this spot of, well, we all have like conservative now. No, you just may have to redirect where you're going to be aggressive and, and focus that in a different way. And, and that, that kind of assessment approach is why we give business owners like, Here's just where you're at. This is the reality. This is what your business is worth. This is the strategy you've used that's worked. Here's what your customers say about you. Here's you know the level of loyalty your employees have about you and go from there. I mean, leverage what you're good at. Do you find that businesses come to you because they're trying to build their valuation? They're trying to build the value of their business because they're looking maybe to figure out their exit strategy? A little bit. I, I mean, I'll be honest. We do a lot with exit exit strategy planning and valuation for that. But we try to encourage businesses like you should know how much you're worth at all times. I mean, how many times have you looked online to see what your house is worth and you don't plan on moving, right? You just kind of want to know like, what equity do I have? Like, what do I, what am I building? Like everybody thinks like, I don't need to know how much I'm worth until I sell. You should know how much you're worth every day. So we should be having that conversation a lot more. And we get a lot of, a lot of companies work with us, not because they're trying to sell, but they want to know like, how much am I worth? Like, where is my value being generated from? Not just in dollars, but like internal capability. I mean, we always kind of laugh because like you go to meet with a broker and, and you're going to get the Kelly Blue Book value of your car when you talk with them because they can't know everything until they literally get under the hood. And so that's what we try to spend our time doing is I want to see your whole business and tell you that, yeah, this, this modeling tool will tell you you can get a multiplier of 5X and it's probably right. But that company that's looking at buying you, if that's the route you're going, they're going to find out there's a lot more to what you've got because we took the time to like diagnose it. And if you're not looking to sell, this is an even more valuable tool because now I know what to build on. Like valuation is not simply around what am I going to get when I exit? What do I have right now? And why am I not looking at that more solidly and, and planning around that? I feel like you're preaching, Brian. I mean, I'm <laughs> like, yes, yes. I yes. just need an organ. I just need an organ. <laughs> please tell them, please tell the people. So listen, I, I've got one last question for you. What Please. is the best business advice that you have ever received? Ooh, okay, wow. I've had some good ones. Probably the thing that I think resonated the most to me was when you're not sure what to do next, do the last thing that you were successful at. And mm -hmm. I feel like that gives you something to allow you to continue to accomplish. Even if it's harder, even if it's slower, it doesn't mean that you don't change. But until you figure out what you want to do, keep doing what you're doing well. Thank you so much, Brian Johnson from Lee and Johnson. His company coaches businesses. And, you know, now I know why, because you got it going on. Thank you so much, Brian. And I appreciate it, Melinda. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what it's like to run a family business and how we can all be more successful at it. With that, I'm going to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. 
Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.